0: we're live all right welcome back yeah we're here to the this is the pax east episode where pax east is happening right now It's true is it happening so right John's now here
1: does it start on thursdays uh, now
0: i believe it yeah i was seeing like thursday passes for sale because i i follow i'm on the i subscribe to that subreddit that's like pax passes yeah if you ever need to like sell them or try and buy them because you didn't get access to it so yeah people are it's on
1: yeah, it's on uh, Thursday. <clears throat> OK, cool. Neither of us are there, obviously.
0: Also, easy way to know if it's on the, the whole Borderlands thing was uh, uh, a PAX.
1: Panel. I didn't look into that at all.
0: Well, oh, man, we are going to talk about that. OK, shit show. And anyway, oh, we'll get to okay. that later. That's 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 for like 30 minutes. A sneak from now.
1: peek. That's a sneak peek. Uh, yeah. I saw Captain yeah. Marvel.
0: Oh, yeah, let's talk about that without no spoilers for it's those um
1: worried i mean it's as good as a superman type movie can be where there's never any real danger because that's what she is so it's fine <laughs>
0: yeah there's definitely kind of like a question of just like how like how
1: powerful is she she's like, marvel superman like that's what, what she no, is then, so
0: right which and i understand that but, but I mean, not even really because superman had kryptonite even <laughs> true yeah and i just don't know enough about captain marvel like does she have a weakness like the movie just kind of doesn't really go into it and it's just like she can do like literally anything by the end of that movie again i don't really want to get into spoilers about that part but i thought it was really funny
1: yeah it was fun i i had an okay time with it it's a marvel um, movie (laughs) it is another one of those i thought uh i thought sam
0: jackson looked amazing
1: yep sam jackson was good Sam Jackson's with the whole whole de-aging stuff. Yeah. And of course, the cat's great. Great cat.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, very good cat. I I think I even said to you, if you're like, if you're a fan of cats, you're going to like this cat. It's a good cat. Uh, (laughs) uh, I just love Sam. I just love Mr. Jackson's like relationship to that cat It is very funny. Yeah, it's pretty good. You know who I actually loved was the best friend girl. The other pilot.
1: I was disappointed they didn't do. Uh. Like it wasn't long enough to do more with her. Honestly,
0: either way, though, every scene she was in, she just like stole that scene. What a, what an amazing actor! Like that is not the last time we're going to see that girl in 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 other movies. That she is like a, a threat at this point. She was she did such a good job. Yeah, she was real good. I agree. So,
1: um,
0: but I mean, like, of course you watched it because you're getting you're getting ready for End Game. Yep, that's pretty coming much. out
1: in a month. Pretty much, it was
0: between that I and excited. us.
1: And I still do want to see us, but like, I don't know if the girlfriend wants to see it. And this was an easy bet. Like, OK, we like Marvel movies, so this will be fine. At worst, sure. it'll be OK. Like, it won't be necessarily bad. So. Right.
0: Yeah, I feel like like the era of like bad Marvel movies is like gone. Probably. You know what you're getting. You're going to get like a borderline like this, like a totally fine movie.
1: Yeah. At the very worst, you'll get a fine movie. So, yeah, yep. it's fine. Uh <laughs> I'm not gonna see us. I don't do scary movies,
0: but I hear yeah. the movie's very good.
1: Yeah, people there's a couple people that said they didn't like it, but for the most part, everybody else has been raving about it, so I'm into it. I'll check it out probably. I'm planning to see Dumbo this weekend, despite it getting
0: bad reviews, and I don't care about Tim Burton.
1: Yeah. Oh, you'll have to let but me I'm, know how it is, because I don't care about that thing at all. <laughs> right. I'm but I'm I'm already
0: kind of like I'm like watching all of the live action remakes. So like, well, I guess I should see Dumbo. Yeah. And it's also part. I haven't like gone to the movies in a while. Like movies haven't like started real yet. So I'm kind of just like scraping the bottom of the barrel. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So you'll yeah. Just Shazam! though
0: I am, I am stoked that Shazam is getting real good reviews. Yeah, I kind of want to see so Shazam. I'm so happy about that. Like, <laughs> I'm a big Zachary Levy fan. I, I watched all of Chuck. I, I was really hoping Shazam was going to be good. But it was like, but it's a DC movie. Yeah. They're all bad. Every single one of them for the most part. And But I'm happy that Shazam's at like 95% at the moment. I'm I'm stoked on that.
1: That's one I want to see as well, for sure.
0: Yep. Yep. And, it, okay, in terms of uh, watching stuff, I wanted to talk about this before we got into the podcast. Sure. Um you watched all of Love, Death, and Robots? Uh, no, I have a couple left. Okay. We should talk about them, and we should, like, we should pick, like, our top, f- like, f- fave five. Okay. Each. Uh, <laughs> no, again, no spoilers. We'll just talk about, like, the Dracula one, blah, 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 stuff like that, because I don't remember all the names. Yeah, I don't really either. Um but let's let's uh. What are your th- thoughts on Love, Death, and Robots? Actually, why don't you explain what it is to people yeah. who don't know? Yeah.
1: So Love, Death, and Robots is an anthology series where every episode is the creative team's different depiction of uh, I mean Love, Death, and Robots basically uh, like a post-apocalyptic type type uh, world or whatever. Not even post-apocalyptic. No, just sci-fi. But like, I think it's just, just sci-fi. sci-fi, sci-fi. Like the general. It's um, yep. Think animated, it's animated Dark Mirror, basically is probably yeah, a an good okay one. way yep. to it's produced about. by
0: uh, david fincher
1: produced by david fincher uh, yep
0: i think tim miller is also uh tied to it yeah that sounds right uh, who, wrote, who wrote deadpool
1: uh so the thing that's cool about it it's is it's on that, netflix it's not on netflix uh, yeah it's on netflix every episode is different uh like a different thing they're also
0: like on average 10 minutes long yeah so there's they're short like 18 episodes or something like
1: that 18 yep you got it um so yeah uh so the thing is, is that like the how like you could choose what your favorites are, are the subject matter. And of course, just like how it looks, because the animation styles are vastly different. Um, sure. For example, I didn't love the Dracula one, but I thought it looked very cool. I like the animation style of like specifically okay, the yeah. weird gory stuff that happens in it. Some of these are brutal. Like they get like, yeah, real messed
0: up. There's. So what I kind of like is some of them, they're like half of them are pretty dark, but every like second one, they'll put like a palate cleanser in there of something nice. Yeah, There's a span of like three or four near like the early to mid teens that are just brutal back to back. And it's just like, oh, God, please stop. Yeah.
1: Um, Also, (laughs) I guess I should say this is extraordinarily not safe for work content. Don't watch this with parents. Maybe. Cause some of them sure. Unless you got like real them. cool parents, but I mean, even then, if you I have parents that to. you
0: can play cards against
1: humanities with, you can, you can watch this. Um, they real there's, I would say some of them have gratuitous nudity for no reason. Uh, there's, I don't,
0: I don't know if I would say it's gratuitous. I would just say like,
1: I don't know there. that w- the one I'm trying to remember the name of it. It's the one with the girl that's running away from the guy with the witness, there's just, like, a whole, like, strip show. I really like that one. Actually, that one does no get reason. pretty. I know.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I guess I could see that. I, that's one of my favorites. It's I thought really the art good. style was fantastic. It, yeah. it reminded me of Spider-Verse, actually. Yeah,
1: no, totally. That's why it stood out to me as a f- sore thumb that that middle part, like, happens, because it's like, but you were doing so good, and then it ends off on this fucking, like, I can't talk about it, but it ends off on this real cool, like, weird twist, and you're like, oh geez <laughs> that's
0: yeah that's weird um i will say though at the very least at least it's not just like when it comes to the nudity it's like only tits like there's a whole bunch of dicks in there too yeah there is so a, it's not just like a male gaze kind of thing there is some dongs
1: hanging things. around all the time
0: <laughs> just a bunch of like floppy dongs yeah just there's ev- a bunch of them there, just everywhere yeah um, um okay so what are your like you don't even have to have them ranked but if you had to pick five
1: if i had to pick five the Witness is easily one of them, easily. The Witness is, is on mine as well. Yep. Yep. Um I'm trying to decide if I really like the first one or if I just like the tone it set for the rest of the series because yeah, it kind of a good one. It kind of does this weird thing, like it has a weird twist to it. Uh I don't know. There I have some issues with it, but it's like it's Okay, striking. I mean, you can move them
0: around. You can put it on your five for now and you can you can take yeah, it off yeah. if you need to uh i'll give you one uh, so wait how how far did you get what's the last one you watched
1: <sighs> not much f- i don't think it was the last one i watched but one of the last ones was uh oh my god i can't remember what it's called it's the one where they get lost in space oh okay because that's, um, that's on my top five they like go as to well. sleep in the pods yeah yeah that's my t-
0: that's on okay my top so five. you're only like halfway through it actually you you're, you didn't even hit like the uh, like that span of three or four I was talking about. You're only about halfway through. Wow. Okay. Um, did you finish that one? Yeah. Yeah. That one's messed up. That that one has a weird twist at the end. That is that is like horrifying and is messed up.
1: Yeah. Good hunting. Um, that one sounds familiar. Oh, good hunting was good. Oh, That's the good fox lady.
0: Yeah, that one's good. I think that's in my top five. My I actually have a number one, and you haven't seen it yet. It's called Zima Blue. Okay. Um it's I think it's actually like the first one after that like s- span of them. And it's just it's it's not like a dark one, but it's just like a really weird one. Mm. And the ending is strange and like I, I don't even really know what about it, but when it ended, I was just like, that was cool and and bizarre. And, and that's it. my favorite one.
1: Um, what was one of your least? The yogurt favorites? one,
0: I think, is really great.
1: Okay, that's my least favorite, by far. Oh, really? Yeah. I,
0: that's probably, like, the happiest one of them all. Yeah, um, it,
1: it definitely is the happiest of them. Yeah. The three uh, robots so I, one I is cute, that. too.
0: Yeah, and that's the first, like, palette cleanser one. Yeah. Which is nice to get right after that first episode, because that first episode ends, and you're just like,
1: oh, what oh, did I just watch? I guess, like, maybe, too, this might be, like, a thing people should watch out for. Like, some trigger warnings, probably, for some of the content in those, are is like the first one deals with like a rape story and like sure. there's
0: there's several so, things about that and whatnot yeah I uh it is it is not suitable for work it is adult content for it's, sure
1: yeah yeah for sure um, I think it's really cool uh what the vibe I got from it and I put this on Twitter is it's like how I felt about the animatrix back when that came out like just a bunch of like little animated stories in this universe that I liked. So, like, I kind of like that it's basically just, right. like, a bunch of sci-fi stories. I never watched the Animatrix.
0: I did watch the Batman anthology thing that came out, like, Gotham City Stories or whatever okay. it was called. I, I watched that
1: I one. I never did watch that. Was that good? I enjoyed that. It's
0: It's been so long since I watched that one, though, mm-hmm. so I can't really remember much about it. There's this werewolf one in, yeah. in the... Uh, in in love death and robots that is messed up like it's probably like the most the most brutal of them
1: all yeah
0: um the one in like afghanistan or whatever yeah yeah um if i so for my fifth one i'm gonna pick the one that actually has the least animation in it it actually has actors it has uh topher grace and mary elizabeth winstead in it okay um and it's just this it's pretty short there's not much of a story involved with it i don't want to spoil what happens in there but that's gonna be like my fifth one
1: okay that werewolf one is cool for so you have seen the werewolf one yeah okay i think you're further
0: than you than i think you are then or that you can remember yeah maybe okay yeah anyway that werewolf one is it gets gross yeah like the yeah that's it gets real gross that fight is real good yeah that's a good one
1: yeah
0: Yeah. okay any other ones want to call out
1: uh not off the top of my memory i really like that uh one with the ship that gets lost just like sci-fi horror at its finest just an uneasy feeling the whole time and then when you the thing happens that you find out what's going on it's so much worse (laughs)
0: yeah it's it is real bad it is real gross yeah um okay well i just like i said zima blue that's my favorite so keep your eye out for zima blue yep. um you'll have to let me know what you think about it when you when you get to that yeah um uh, sure. but let's do the podcast it's uh this is the top perspective it's march 28th i'm sean booker i'm paul fleck and like we said john is at pax east mm-hmm. uh, he will be back next week we have we have spoken to him about his schedule he will be back on the next episode yep uh but paul what have you been playing
1: uh so i picked up devil may cry 5 again played a little bit more of that and that game is just so good those characters play so weird and different like the way v plays with his familiars is so so weird where you're controlling like that shadow panther and his like bird and shit like that at the same time and he doesn't kind of like do anything himself except for like deliver finishing blows to enemies that are weekend and right like the poetry button is hilarious where he just reads poetry yeah i don't know that game is real cool uh i don't care at all about getting like good scores at all because i just like really right. like the story and stuff like that so uh i'm kind of just fighting my way through it right now and uh yeah, I'm really, really enjoying it. Not a whole lot to say about it without talking about specific story beats, but uh, I'm probably about halfway, I think, now. And I'm looking forward to seeing how that thing wraps up, because it just it's one of those <laughs> series that just gets crazier and crazier. So I'm kind of excited to see how crazy they go, and if they pull a Bayonetta and go full, like, bash it insane by the end, or if they rain it back All a little right. bit.
0: At this point, I'm just kind of like waiting for a sale. So I'll pick it up on Xbox. Yeah. Whenever that happens. Are you are you did you get the deluxe edition? Are you watching those super cutscenes? Uh,
1: I started watching them when I was first airplane, but I couldn't understand or anything that was going on. So I turned them off and I'll watch them after. OK, so I saw the like beginning one with the people like running around as like the crow and all that. It's, it's so yeah, it's silly.
0: It's so good. Yeah, it's super good. Yep
1: that's great i'm glad those are in there Uh, yeah it's really good um but a lot of my time this week actually went to the division two because i jumped hard into that so i'm at end game uh world tier one working up to world tier like five will be this friday so that'll be cool well you've gone way past me Uh, where are you in it i'm like level 18 oh okay okay um Yeah, so now I guess that's just kind of a level grind where I'll just buddy up with some people and, like, do some of those strongholds and some of that uh, black tusk garbage that happens at the end. And, uh, yeah, I think that game's really, really good. It basically fixes problems I had with the Division 1, and it just feels super satisfying to play. I really like the shooting in that game. I think it's very good.
0: Right. I was complaining last week that the skills were broken. They fixed that since... Yeah, I heard about
1: this. So it was a bug where it's just like you would deploy the skill, but you wouldn't get it and it would be on cooldown.
0: Yeah, that's dumb. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. So now they worked, which was really nice because um, you get in some of those fights and it's like, man, they're, they are rough. That is a hard game. Um, and I c- and playing through them without the skills made it that much harder. When We got the skills back. It was like easy mode. Um, but that game is still pretty hard. Those enemies will flank you. They will mess you yeah, up. Yeah,
1: they can screw you up for sure. What um what skill build are you running right now, anyway?
0: It's pretty much the only one I've been using. I have the like attack drone. Okay. Just basic attack drone, and then I have the, the healing chem launcher for, for myself. Okay,
1: cool. I'm what about you? currently running the hive cluster to revive me if I die. And uh, Okay. And the Assault shield that you can use your main weapon with to push up. Oh, a shield!
0: See, I've been going like shields seem super lame.
1: Yeah, shields real good. I like to rush things, so okay. I like to be aggressive in that game.
0: Okay, all right. What are, what's your usual like?
1: What's the two guns you have? Uh. An assault rifle. I don't remember which one I have. I think it's like a police M4 right now.
0: Yeah. I mean, I mean, you don't have to be specific. I'm just wondering, like, are you running a shotgun and a sniper or like, what do you. Uh,
1: my side arm is a sawed off double barrel shotgun. My main weapon is okay. an assault rifle with an eight times scope on it. So I can kind of do like mid to long range with it if I need to. Okay. And a right. light machine gun. As my secondary to mow down dudes, just like walking down a hallway. Wait, wait
0: isn't that three guns? Are you switching guns like mid mission? No,
1: my sidearm is the shoddy.
0: Yeah, but didn't you just say three guns? You said an assault rifle, a light machine gun, and a a uh, shotgun.
1: Yeah, the shotgun is my sidearm instead of a handgun. You have three guns. Oh,
0: you can have you don't you mean like your pistol spot?
1: Yeah, it's a you can put a shotgun. shotgun there. Yeah. How do you do that? I had a shotgun. you just have to, like,
0: yeah. <laughs> just have to get it and ho- hope it fits in that category.
1: I guess so. Yeah.
0: Okay. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, and I just have the pistol or mm-hmm. a pistol. I don't know. I never use it, and then I do a sniper and a light machine gun. Okay. Yep. Light machine guns are real good. They're yeah, they're quite good. For they sure. So good. Yep.
1: Uh, the reload time is ridiculous, though. It's insane. Yeah. Uh, um, are you liking using I- snipers and stuff then?
0: yeah it's fine Remember. i mean i just need something for like long range because like i said those people will like super flank you and i'm not <laughs> running into them oh yeah so yeah. i'm like hanging back and if someone does start rushing me then i switch to the to the machine the gun. machine gun yeah. and then dump probably 60 bullets into them because everyone is a giant bullet sponge <laughs>
1: yeah yeah um, it still has that issue if that's an issue for you that's still there for sure but yeah
0: yeah uh i will say i wish then this was in the division one and i wish they had fixed for v- division two I wish when I equipped it a new gun, it just brought all my mods over to it that were that like could that were like adjacent or whatever, because usually I'm sticking to the same type of guns. So I'm going to put the exact same mods on them. Sure. But no, you have to individual be like, nope, I want this mod on this one as well, uh, which is pretty annoying.
1: I do like that there you can just use the mods on your guns, though. Like there's no like having to craft like a higher tier or anything like that or find a better one. They just exist. For their guns, that's cool.
0: I don't. Yeah, I think it was like that in the first game as well.
1: No, it wasn't. Oh, okay. Well, I don't remember. Yep. Uh, it's it's yep, very it's good. good it's really really good. Uh, I guess I'm looking forward to that raid. I want to see how an eight player thing works in that game. So that should be interesting. Yeah. And yet, when does that happen? I'm not sure. I thought it was like okay. soon, but I don't actually know. I don't know what the roadmap is at all for this thing.
0: Yeah, I haven't really looked into it. Uh, yeah, I'm curious what eight-player raid will be as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, we've only really seen raids, uh, I guess, in terms of, like, loot shooters for Destiny. Yep. I am curious about Anthem's raids as well. But, uh, yeah, eight players. Yeah. I'm wondering if they're going to be these big, like, eight-hour-long things that <laughs> Destiny had. Because I'm, like, not really interested in doing that. Okay. But if yeah. it was, like, maybe, like, two hours, that's probably, like, the limit I'll do. For, like, one mission.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think the way it worked with Destiny was okay just because of uh, the different, like, rooms in that game are kind of, like, they all had, like, a gimmick or something. Like, it wasn't just straight shooting necessarily all the time. You had to, like, know how to do what you're, like, the thing. And I think the Division would be boring (laughs) if it was that because it's just straight shooting. I don't think they would do anything really novel about it. Cause you don't have full control of like jumping and like moving around the environment as well as you do in destiny. So I really hope right. it's not, I mean, I kind of
0: hate that. the uh, platforming when it comes to destiny,
1: the first person personally. platforming. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, I will say though, I, even though the division is just kind of shooting all their like main missions, I think are like pretty cool and interesting set pieces. Yeah, they're like neat. Like the the like the final fights are usually like pretty interesting, like something cool is happening mm-hmm. or you're in like a cool area or like everything's on fire or whatever. Yeah. Um so I've enjoyed the mission designs in Destiny uh, in uh, Division 2. But the raid for Destiny, you had to do it all in one go, right? You couldn't just like pick up halfway through? I don't remember uh, honestly. I don't think you could.
1: Yeah, I don't so remember. So that's
0: what I'm saying is like I I my life doesn't really allow me to play like six to eight hours of one mission in one go yeah so we'll see yep and we'll and we'll see how anthem does it i'm curious about anthems yep Raids. what are the strongholds is that an end game thing no that's just like a long
1: mission essentially that's replayable okay just a bunch of dudes
0: actually now wait are they on the map the whole time but they're just really high level Yep. like is there one right beside the dark zone yeah okay so i am thinking of that thing i haven't done it obviously because it was like you need to be like level 25 or something for that
1: yeah are those cool? They're fun. Yeah, they're like any other mission. They're just a little bit longer with more dudes, a little more difficult. So, All right. Yep. Right on. Good game. Yep, for sure. Uh, speaking of surpri- maybe not surprising, but surprisingly good games, Risk of Rain 2 dropped today, and um, I've been playing it for three right. hours before for- we went live here. Early access. Early access, yeah. So, yeah. That thing is weird, man. Because I was expecting a fucking garbage fire from the like screenshots I saw of it. Like I thought it was gonna play like kind of boring or whatever. That's Risk of Rain one in a third person view, like just straight up. Uh, It has well
0: in a in a polygonal view because the first one was also third person technically.
1: Yeah, I guess so. Um, So now it's polygonal in like a third person uh, shooter view. I should say like
0: yeah behind behind the the back.
1: Here's the thing, yeah. It's fucking weird because it's like the same enemies and items and like very similar type environments. It's like that game again, which is both awesome and disappointing, <laughs> if that makes any sense.
0: Uh, sure, yeah. Like, well,
1: how far did you make it? Because
0: I watched you for about an hour and you didn't beat the first level.
1: Uh, so there might be more to it. Yeah, we. I played online with, I tried the multiplayer and we got to level four. To stage four. Oh, okay. Um, and I've unlocked two, all the same stages? two other characters. It's pretty much the same thing. Like, the third level was the snowy level with the, like, buffalo okay. dudes. The fourth yeah. level was the fiery hell-type level. Like...
0: Did the snowy level, was it still a lot of verticality on, like, the sides?
1: No, not a whole lot of verticality, which is kind of weird because the other levels were kind of more vertical, like the first and second.
0: because I remember the the snowy one, it was like a big, like, dome, With a
1: drop at the bottom, yeah. No, this is more like a snow base. Like, there's some, like, buildings or something that you can, like, run through. Yeah,
0: it's... How do you deal with, like... Because in, in Risk of Rain 1, for those who don't know, it's, it's a side-scrolling, it's a roguelike, where you just kind of keep getting, like, new abilities, more and more abilities, until you have, like, 50, like, upgrades on your character. Yeah. So you're, like, constantly shooting missiles, constantly healing, you're doing all this crazy stuff at once. But there's also, like, a hundred enemies on screen. Yeah. How do you deal with that when you can't see everything?
1: Uh kind of poorly like there have been a few times where some uh, some of the deaths are i was backing away from a horde of things and something was behind me and slammed me and one behind the camera right yeah
0: yeah how do you is there is there any kind of indicator of like no you just have to i was watching you You just have to
1: look around and like keep moving basically because it seems like things will always spawn not like necessarily right on top of you so if you consistently move like in the other one you can kind of like pull them and group them up and then like take care of them. Uh, it seems very much like a lot of the same things that you would have to do to play the first one apply here. Like, you have to keep moving, you have to kind of balance how much damage and the healing you can do to yourself with uh, how far in you are, like level wise, because the difficulty will just fuck you completely. So, right, the, <clears throat> and then div- and remember, in the- I haven't
0: played the first one in so long, but the first one the difficulty would increase like on its own for how long you've survived. So there was this risk reward for moving on to the next stage or
1: continuing to hunt for upgrades. Same thing here. Uh, I guess like the biggest difference is finding the teleporter is harder in a 3d environment where things can obstruct your view depending on where you are. Okay. And uh, it's a pretty big environment. So it takes a while to get around where the 2d one, It could take some time to get around, especially on the more vertical levels. But like it was never really that bad and you could find the teleporter kind of quick in this. It you can lose a teleporter like in the environment pretty easily and like get lost pretty easily, which is kind of a bummer. And then when you do find the teleporter to like for the timer to consistently go down, it's no longer a timer. It's a uh, percentage on like how much that you've activated the teleporter. And that percentage only goes up if you stay in the area of the teleporter. So if you move out of it to, like, kite enemies or whatever, it won't, like, continue, like, activating or whatever. So it tries to keep well, you confined. I've been
0: playing Anthem, so I'm real good at that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's very much like that for sure. Um, so, yeah, there's also the risk-reward of, like, getting through the teleporter faster and killing the boss so you can just, like, leave if you want. Or, like actually moving around and trying to kill some of the additional mobs that have spawned before you take on the boss. Cause you don't do enough damage to take on everything. So yeah, it's weird. It's a weird thing. That's like, I don't, it's strangely familiar. If that makes any sense because of how much risk of rain we've played, <laughs> like it's very easy right. to jump into and just be like, Oh sweet. The teddy bear. Now I know like exactly what buff I have and stuff like, like it's the exact same. Another thing. I-
0: I was watching you and you were like, oh, cool. I got this. I loved it in the first game. Yeah. I can't remember a single upgrade. Oh, really? That first game. I
1: still play the first game yeah. regularly on switch. So.
0: OK. Yeah. yeah. I haven't played it in a, in a long time. Um, I I want to play risk green, too, just because I, I like that first game so much. So yeah. I I will try it out. I'm
1: curious if my PC can run it. Is there controller support? It It seemed like it. Yeah, I wasn't using it, but okay. it does seem like it.
0: Yeah. OK, good, because I will definitely want that. Yeah, I want to try it out for sure. We should play some.
1: It's uh, um, it's crazy how like it keeps that feeling of you're being overwhelmed, even though you can like com- see in a complete 3D environment and aim properly. It's still overwhelming in a like crazy different way. Uh, And the Huntress I unlocked is dope. She's cool. And I also unlocked a robot character that seems like he's not going to be one that I play. So it's new classes. No, it's the same ones. It's you start okay, off with, well, I comman- can't remember them anyway. You start off with a commando and then the huntress was unlocked by getting to world three without dying. And the robot was unlocked by, I think just doing the first stage a bunch of times. So okay,
0: yeah, yeah I, I don't remember. I don't even remember if I had every character from that first game. I don't think I did. Do you remember who was,
1: you I, used I, I, often?
0: No, no. Okay. I should, I should load it up and look at my stats and stuff. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, no, I don't remember much of that game at all.
1: Okay. Um,
0: except enjoying it. The music seems similar. Yep. It's uh, which is very good. similar. I like that music. and uh, It's not the same music, is it?
1: No, it's not. It's different. Okay. But it has that same right. feel of kind of like a chill, yeah. like, I don't know, electronic rock, if that makes sense, I guess. Like, it has sure. the same feel. Yeah, yeah. Do it completely, too. Alright, that's good.
0: Uh, I mean, it is early access, so maybe they'll iron out some of the weird things.
1: It is early access. It's currently uh, $25 Canadian for two copies. Yeah,
0: 20 American.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. It comes with a copy so you can play co-op with someone.
1: Yeah. And it has a four-player co-op that's easy to just jump in and out of. Like, Is it easy this time? Yeah. There's even a quick play function where you just hit the button, it matches you up with three other people and you go.
0: Alright. Yeah, because that was... The first game did not have that yeah, and that no. was a nightmare. This is
1: through Steam so like the multiplayer so it's fine. It's just like invite friend they click the thing and then they're in your game like it's instant. It's fine. Uh
0: yeah. Right on. Yeah. No, it was funny that it came out today cuz I I think like last episode I was I said something like where's my Risk of Rain 2? Yeah. I don't remember why I said like, that. Like oh it's right
1: here. And then here it is. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. No, good. Yeah, I'm excited.
1: Yeah, uh that's all I've been playing though.
0: All right, uh, I haven't been playing too much, primarily Division 2. I'm still working my way through Tomb Raider. Uh, I have been playing a phone game. Oh, well, it's more more than just a phone game. I've been playing it on the phone. Golf Peaks. Okay. And this is a golf card game. It's also on Android. It's just came out to Switch, but I picked it up on phones because it was cheaper. It came out last year. It's on Steam as well. It's also on well. uh, Steam and, and um, Itch.io and stuff like that. It's So it's kind of everywhere. Okay um the the consent is you're playing a game of golf but it's a puzzle game and the way you choose which how to move the ball are based on the cards in your hand so it'll give you like a grid system and it'll give you a cert a set of cards and they're always the same cards and you need to figure out what combination of these cards like which order will get the ball in the hole and there'll be like sand traps water traps different levels hills and stuff like that this looks cool so you know if it like yeah, no, it's really cool. It's really like easy to to use uh, <clears> that ramps up in a pretty nicely. I, I didn't start getting stuck until about World Five, which is about halfway through. Each time you finish the world, you also get like three bonus stages. There's there's a. Uh, uh, there's either 12 or 15 stages per world. So, you know, 100 and whatever in the whole game, uh, like I said, it's, it's like four bucks on phones or at least on iOS, five bucks on on st- uh, Switch. I'd recommend it. It's a good time. It really nicely designed, uh, and just you know, it's kind of super minimal, uh, but like there's a lot there, and it's a pretty good puzzle game. So that's Golf Peaks. Cool. I would check it out. Uh, and then Blades, Elder Scrolls Blades. I come home yesterday, and it's like, hey, your pre-order on the App stores, it's live, and it was like already half downloaded, and here we go. And uh, I made an account. Yep. That's and
1: that was the end of blades. so that's all I've done with blades I have an account. I started it up and I made me do a tutorial fight with a dude where it says you hold oh wait him.
0: I did fight a dude that's right yeah. yes I did fight it told me how to attack and that was it
1: yeah yes and then it said thank you uh, for playing We'll let you know when this is available
0: yeah so it's a, it's out apparently in early access as well yeah uh, but they're only letting a few people in so that the experience can be smooth and to be fair, my experience was smooth of what I did get to play making the account was pretty smooth. Okay. Um, and that one fight was smooth, so I can't fault them there. I guess. Um, yep. but yeah, apparently I guess, I guess apparently on the 25th of March you were able to like sign up and that was like the, those people were going to get first access to it.
1: Oh, okay.
0: That's, that's what I was reading today on like one of the, on uh, their Twitter. Um, so I think they've already put in like two rounds of people so far. And right now I'm just waiting for my my notification. It says keep notifications on when you can come play. And I'm just kind of waiting for that. Um Yep. But yeah, that was another just kind of random stealth launch. Yep. Uh but I still didn't yeah, I didn't get to do anything with it. So we'll see how that goes.
1: I mean, I didn't love that combat, so we'll see.
0: <laughs> well, I didn't get to I'm there's gotta be more to it. I cause hope because so. it only taught me how to attack.
1: Yeah. There's got to be like dodging
0: and blocking yeah. and magic and stuff. Right. So I would hope so. Um, yeah, we'll, so see. we'll see. Yep. Yep. Hopefully that uh, probably by this time next week, we'll get into it. Who knows? Uh, but let's do some news. There's been so much news this week. Um, And we're going to do it in reverse order because that's how I posted it. Oh, OK. Borderlands three it's officially been announced. This was uh, teased a couple weeks ago. Okay. Um, gearbox did a panel at PAX East where they started off and they're like, Hey, let's talk about that teaser trailer. And they talked They talked about the teaser trailer and they said, you know what? We're going to come back and we're going to talk about what you guys are really here for at the end. And then for like 55 minutes, the dumbest shit happened. It was insane. Oh. Okay. Um, and by the dumbest shit, that's, that's actually being kind of mean. They talked about some other publishing. They talked about that, like that, tr- that Trevor saves the universe, Rick and Morty game. Oh yeah. I guess they're publishing that. They talked about risk of rain too. I guess they're, they're involved with that <laughs> in some way. Weird. Okay. Um, so that's, they talked about that a little bit. Um, and, and, and Randy Pitchford kept coming like back on and off. He was there at the beginning. He comes, he comes back on and he talks about the borderlands board game they've made. Okay. And I kid you not, he opens up a package of the board game, and he's just taking out random cards. And he's like, "Oh, look at this! This one will let you like take an extra turn." Oh, and what's this? Oh, this one will let you. This one's good because it lets you be gentleman claptrap. He was just reading off random cards to this Borderlands card game. It was insane, and it lasted like ten minutes. All right. Yeah, th- it was. It was ridiculous. <laughs> I was watching this live stream, and I was like. I, I couldn't believe my mind this it was the worst and then it gets better then he does a 10 to 15 minute long magic trick
1: oh god
0: <laughs> I kid you not he then took the card. he didn't I can't remember if they were the cards from the game or if he had a deck of cards but he brought out up on stage and did a card trick for like 10 to 15 minutes
1: good lord did, did it like work yeah. out or did he flub up at all <laughs>
0: No, he didn't, oh, but okay. it, it took so long. There was a part of the card trick where he had to get someone. So someone had to sign the card. And then he's like, and then he asked another person to come up on stage. And he said, hey, pick a number. And she says 47. So he counts out 47 cards. And that wasn't the card. But he's like, well, hang on. And he goes over and he, and he says, the package you're holding. And he makes this girl open, like, open a new box of the cards. And then the cards are also sealed. So she has to open that up. And then she has to count out 47 cards. And it was the card. Like he did the trick, but it lasted like 15 minutes. God. It was insane. <laughs> I could not I could not believe my eyes. It was that was it was a nightmare. It was an actual nightmare.
1: And it starred Randy Pitchford. Most of my nightmares star Randy Pitchford, to be fair, so yeah. that makes and sense.
0: All I could think about was his weird USB underage porn thing yeah <laughs> that happened like six weeks ago or whatever that was anyway he finished off the the panel by showing a stuttery version of the trailer for borderlands 3 okay because yep. it wouldn't run properly um but he was so stoked and he wanted it to run properly that they played the trailer again this time fixed so we got to watch the trailer twice in a row awesome it, and which that's not his fault no but in the grand scheme of this panel just being awful to watch. Yeah. And then they just play the they play the trailer twice. That's hilarious. It was, it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. Um, anyways, Borderlands 3. It's got all your favorite characters, Claptraps there. Great. Tiny Tina's Ugh. there. Apparently, people fucking love Tiny nope. Tina.
1: That nobody She's I in talk so to. So
0: much of the game. She, oh. In fact, the board game is all about her.
1: So if she's board, in a lot called, of this game, I'm just not getting it because I actually hate I just, her. How, people were
0: cheering and oh. like I said, they focused the entire it's the board game is called Tiny Tina's something, something, something. Ugh. And all I could think was like, who are these people? I've never even heard of. I thought everyone hated that character, but apparently people love her. <sighs> so I don't know. I don't know how much she is in Borderlands three specifically. I just know she is in there that I like called her out. Uh, I think she might be a playable character. I'm not I don't really know. Um I don't know. They showed there's they said a billion guns and they they showed a gun that has legs. And that was kind of funny. Um, That's cool. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I like Borderlands 1 and 2 a lot. I had a lot of fun with those games. Uh so I'm I'm looking forward to Borderlands 3 tentatively. Here's my question though. Uh-huh. Borderlands 1 and 2, they came out before loot shooters were really a thing, at least before what we know of them to be now. A lot has happened in the loot shooter space since Borderlands 1 and 2. Mhm. What is what is Borderlands 3 going to look like? Well, is it just going to be Destiny?
1: I mean, it's just Borderlands 2 again, probably.
0: So what you're saying is they're not going to they're it's not going to evolve in any way that feels like it's going to just feel old.
1: Yeah, probably.
0: Well, how well for one you don't know and two why would you assume i'm not going to because i don't like, have any faith it? in them
1: i don't have any faith in it at all You didn't like the other borderlands? Pre-sequel? No, fucking terrible. I did not play pre-sequel. Yeah. So
0: i can't speak on pre-sequel. Tales from the Borderlands i enjoyed quite a bit. <laughs> That's a completely different thing. <laughs> but sure. It's in the same universe. It has the same art. <laughs> There's that scene with the finger guns that was pretty good. That robot did a thumbs up in the first episode. Yep. Same game. Yep. Anyway, (laughs) um, no, there's no way it's going to be the same game. They have to. I'm sure they're bringing it up to standards. I'm just curious if it's going to be Destiny again or what is what is their spin going to be? Because like I said, a lot has happened in the loot shooter genre since those games have come out. Yeah. Um, i don't know it'll and i don't know if, i don't know if it'll like there's a lot of loot shooters out these days like i i don't <laughs> need another one like there's a lot and they're all like ongoing they're all games as a service yep they're all designed for you to come back every couple weeks because they have a new event yep like I, do i i don't need a fourth one of those <laughs> i can barely play three like there's stuff going on in destiny right now that i can't even think of because i got anthem and division to worry is about.
1: there stuff going on in destiny i haven't actually looked <laughs> Yeah,
0: there's like a new season started a couple of weeks ago. It's, it's uh, all about something with guns or something like that. They, they have they have seasons and events, right? That's yeah. what the whole point of these games are. Yeah. So I'm yeah, I'm very there's a big question. Though. There's a lot of questions about Borderlands 3, um, which hopefully we'll see more. Yeah. Yep. Uh. All right. This thing was um. it's not really news, but it was kind of interesting. Uh, Twitch Prime, Amazon Prime. You can now get a year of Nintendo online. If you have Twitch Prime, that's neat, weird, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Like, why not, right? Yeah, that's
1: weird, but um, neat. I like it.
0: Even if you already have it, like, uh, I already paid twenty bucks for a year of it. It'll just add on. Uh, at the moment, it, it's in two pieces. There's a three month one, and then a nine month one. Um, so you can only get the three month one right now. I believe you have to have activated this pre this like promo and still had. T- uh amazon prime for 60 days to get the other nine months which i'm assuming is so people aren't just like activating a trial and then getting all of that right you can activate a trial and get three months if you want yeah Um, but if you still have it 60 days from now then you'll be you'll be able to get the other nine months um but either way that's a cool perk most of the time it's just been loot boxes for siege in, as far as I've cared about the Twitch pack, uh, I guess there's free games as well, which have been good. Um, but yeah, this is a cool perk that I was not expecting. So if you have Twitch Prime uh, there, yeah, get a year of Nintendo online. Sure. Why not? Yeah, I can play some Tetris 99. Yeah, for sure. Um, We also got a new trailer, our first trailer, an announcement for a game called Telling Lies, which is the next game from Sam Barlow, the creator of Her Story. Yep. Uh, it looks like another FMV game.
1: It looks real cool. I'm um, watching the thing right now, actually.
0: Yeah, it's like a 45 second trailer. It actually has some actors in it this time, like s- some people who have names. Uh, there's that one girl I, who I recognized. So they've got some more money to put behind this. Um, but her story is a cool game. And I'm always for more FMV games. Yep. Um, so I'm glad uh, Sam Barlow is making more games uh, like that. And that's again, that's telling lies that was announced. Yeah,
1: this looks like it might be a big thing too. There's quite the cast here of people. I mean,
0: yeah, it's hard to tell. It's a 45 second trailer Mm -hmm. of some people talking about not telling lies or telling lies. (laughs) (coughs) Uh, We got the PlayStation Plus lineup for April. And again, I still think it's just kind of a wet blanket every month with PlayStation Plus. Now it's the Surge and Conan Exiles.
1: The surge, huh? Interesting. Hmm. Uh,
0: the fact that it's only ever, it's like two games now. Yeah, like up against Microsoft, it's like, what are you doing, man? <laughs> like this looks, this is not a great
1: look. I didn't even realize Conan Exiles was on PlayStation. <laughs> hmm. All right. Well,
0: there you go. Uh, I'll just jump to Games with Goal. We'll get that out of the way. All right. Uh, <clears throat> you're gonna get the Technomancer. You're gonna get Outcasts. I can't read that subtitle. Uh you're gonna get Star Wars Battlefront 2, the original one on Xbox, and you're gonna get uh Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon 2. Okay. Uh again, it's like it's just all of these services are just now in the shadow of Game Pass, because Game Pass is knocking it out of the park. Yep. Every single week. Uh and these just these ones seem like whatever's left over.
1: <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> huh.
0: All right, uh, all right. We right. We've got some Dance Central news. Oh, which is surprising. Dance Central is coming to Oculus. Oh, weird. Okay. <laughs> yep. It's called uh, Dance Central Mixed Reality. Um. And yeah, Harmonix is doing it. And this is weird. Uh, I think it's going to be coming to regular Oculus along along with like um, Oculus Quest, the 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 wire free one.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: I still. Again, I haven't put an Oculus on in my head in a while, so I don't know how heavy they are these days. I could not imagine dancing around in my PlayStation VR. That thing is bulky and I would just feel like I'm going to break it.
1: I can't believe they're doing this, honestly. Weird. I'll miss Aubrey's back. Fucking A. Uh,
0: I want Harmonix to stay in business, and if they got to do that, if they got to do this to do that, go all for it. I, I don't think this end. is
1: going to do numbers. This seems like a thing they just wanted to try.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know. Harmonix has another uh, VR game right now coming out called like Autica or something like that. It's like a rhythm shooter. OK, I don't know if you ever saw that trailer. Yeah. No. Um, so they're doing VR stuff these days. OK. Anyways, yeah, it says at the end of the trailer coming uh, soon to Oculus Quest and Oculus Rift
1: weird what weird news
0: people people work out in their on their vr headsets right like there's there's like Do exercise they? modes to like to like beat saber and stuff yeah oh it's like I guess a so. beat
1: saber yeah yeah
0: i could not imagine wanting to get sweaty in my headset that sounds like a nightmare
1: yeah that does for sure
0: and also the the idea of like jumping around with that headset on that's that sounds awful yeah
1: it does It's yeah. I don't get it. Half
0: the time, I'm worried I'm going to bump into something if I'm not sitting down and knowing exactly where my location is. Mm -hmm. And like dancing, that sounds miserable. Again, the Oculus Quest is supposed to be this huge portable thing, so maybe that one's totally fine to do it with. I guess. How long until you do like one hair flip? Yeah, and that thing just goes flying off your head. (laughs) Yeah. Weird. I don't know. Maybe there's a reason it's not coming to PlayStation VR because it's too heavy or something. I, I don't know. I don't know enough about all the VR headsets. Yeah. Hmm. All right. This is a pretty big <laughs> news story this week. Apple did a big press conference event. They talked about. I don't know, uh, TVs and magazines and stuff. Uh, stuff we care about, though, is they announced Apple Arcade. This had been rumored for some time. This is going to be a subscription service. Stop me if you've heard this one before. Okay. Or you'll get access to games. Yep um and specifically mobile games obviously sure uh they didn't really talk about any kind of pricing or date um but they did they definitely came forward and and they kind of started this all with like hey here are some really good games and they name dropped like monument valley um like uh alto's odyssey stuff like that and they're like these games they don't do very well because they have to compete with free yeah Mm-hmm. Which makes sense. Totally. And they and they want to try and help these developers out by having this subscription service where it'll there'll be no ads, no like in app purchases, it'll be none of that. It'll be just like curated, like, you know, air quotes higher quality games. Okay. Um which is interesting. Like um mm-hmm. that's cool. Uh I don't know if I need Apple to curate these for me. My whole my current curation process of are people talking about it on Twitter has worked really well for me. I've played a lot of really great mobile games that way
1: um so them curating um, it does that give you more of an incentive to try something randomly that people aren't talking about on this service though, knowing that it was handpicked it, by somebody to not be garbage
0: well for for there's there's a few things at play here one um are is Apple like paying for this, so of course they're going to be like touting it uh-huh. And and two, um, if I'm if I'm subscribed to it, sure. Why not? Why not play it and sure. try it out? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's going to kind of depend on that. The, another big question though is the games that are going to be on the service are they going to be available for just straight up purchase outside of the subscription service outside of the arcade? I see. And then why don't I just play the good ones from that when people say, oh, this one's actually real good, and instead of ten bucks a month. I'm spending $5 every two months on the one or two games that actually matter.
1: Sure. This might change um, if you had so, a kid so, or something, though, and you don't want them, like, fucking around with the store or whatever. You just set them up with the subscription. It's like you can play whatever is on here.
0: I guess. I mean, the at least iPhones, they already have a pretty good, like, parental control thing, from what I understand, of, like, no, this kid cannot use the Apple store or a credit card on there. And I'm assuming if you're thinking about your kid, you don't care if they're playing free games and the kid probably doesn't either. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, yeah, I can't see very many kids wanting to subscribe to this because they're probably fine with free. Fortnite's free. Yeah. PUBG's free on the phone. They're probably more than OK with that. I don't know how many kids are like, no, I want like the quality non freemium model games. Those are the ones that for me, I'm a huge fan of Monument Valley, too. I've never heard a kid say that.
1: I don't talk to a lot of kids. I don't know kids many kids that either. even know what
0: Monument Valley is.
1: So Do you know many kids um, in general?
0: <laughs> I guess not really. Yeah, me so, neither. So my anecdotal evidence is not the best. Yeah. Um, if any kids are listening to this, and I mean like eight-year-olds, <laughs> first off... Go to bed. That's that's weird to think think of. Yeah. <laughs> go to bed. It's like eight o'clock if they're on the West Coast. I don't need to go to bed. I'm not going to tell Too you late. to go to bed. I'm not your dad. Go to bed. Um, anyway, they they talked about some like high-quality games. Um the Pathless, uh, you know, games that are coming to PC, that one from um, the Cannonball guy, his next was like Outerlands or whatever it's called. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, they, they have some developers behind this. Uh, so I, I'm curious. What about you? Does
1: this interest you
0: in any way? How much would you pay for this?
1: Oh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't get this at all. I don't play mobile games enough for this to matter to me. Just period. Okay.
0: All right. I think at most I would pay $7 a month. Sure. That's probably the high end. That's probably about as much as I pay for my collection of mobile games each month is probably somewhere around seven bucks for like two or three games.
1: That seems reasonable to me. Um, uh,
0: so it's curious to see what's going to be there. They've already announced a few, a couple Lego games, but I, I kind of don't care about that. So... Uh- We'll see. I do wonder how something uh, like this does
1: in like a place where they do play more mobile games like Japan or something, where like mobile's just a bigger thing in general, I guess. Probably still not. Well, I think mobile's a pretty big thing here. I guess I think so. you're
0: just not playing mobile games.
1: Yeah, but what I do is more important to me than what other people do. So I don't care. Okay.
0: Well, <laughs> that's a that's a one opinion. There you go. Yeah. Um all right, we also got, so there's a bunch of rumors coming around about Nintendo Switch having multiple consoles coming out, new versions of it. I did hear about this, um, actually,
1: too, yeah. The Wall
0: Street Journal came out with a thing talking about it, and then Eurogamer kind of confirmed those. So the sources are, the, the rumors are starting to really stack up, so that's why we're talking about it. Sounds like there's going to be two Switch consoles coming, maybe getting announced at E3 or whatever. One being more of like a handheld-only kind of 2DS style kid proof is in quotes. Sure. Version of the console. And then the other one being a more powerful one, similar to the bump between 3DS to new 3DS uh, aimed at like enthusiasts. Yeah. A question to you is do either of those interest you? What would you want from both of those? (sighs)
1: So like before, like how the 2DS was a cheaper handheld only version Intended to be quote unquote kid proof does not interest me in any way. Um, okay, just because I'm not the market for it. Like, if I was a sure, parent, yep. probably more so, or like a kid, obviously, or whatever. Um, the other one, maybe because I didn't jump on the 3DS really that hard until the new 3DS. Um, I, I, to be fair, I, when Nintendo has done this in the past, yeah, they
0: have shit the bed yeah completely and they do nothing with these upgraded consoles
1: yeah no at all i kind of like i guess i would have to see what makes use of these like new powerful specs and whatnot like if they start releasing something like some new shit or whatever i don't know but uh currently well there's a there's a couple there's a couple ways this could go one
0: if it's if they stay the course they're going to release maybe one game a year that apparently runs better on the new one sure. and runs pretty bad on the old one. And I'm talking about games like Fire Emblem Heroes.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: And that's the only one I can remember from the 3DS. <laughs> okay. I think Mario Maker may have utilized it. Uh-huh. However, uh, since like the, the new 3DS came out, um, Microsoft and Sony have also jumped in on the kind of half step console. Yeah. And those do do a significant improvement. Mm-hmm. So maybe maybe Nintendo will be, actually do something good with it.
1: Yeah, it's hard um, to tell. Like, I don't like the idea of just buying a new model because a new model's out necessarily. But like, we don't know anything about it, I guess. Right. Well,
0: for you, what, what would make you upgrade? What What is your Switch lacking? Because I know I have a few things that I would want in a new one. I don't know if I'd pick it up day one. My Switch is fine. Yeah,
1: my Switch is but fine. But if I was too.
0: to get, like, a second one, there's a few things I would want.
1: Um, I would want a charge port that's not at the bottom, for a starter. Because there were... Okay, lot- where would you want it? I don't care. Anywhere that's not at the bottom, so I could actually use that stupid stand for something if I wanted to.
0: Okay. Like, put it into the dock upside down or something?
1: I guess. I don't know okay sure. well why not you got to pick somewhere The so it's the top like what does it matter okay anywhere that the stand doesn't get in the way of the stand or just don't have the stand at all like it doesn't matter to- you're talking about the kickstand yeah or put that in the middle do you use that i i would if i could keep it plugged in while i'm on the out and not at home <laughs> okay all right but i T- is
0: tabletop mode your favorite mode of gameplay
1: for the switch oh, fuck, that's one yeah. of the three core modes yeah it's one of the three Um, there's not a whole lot like more that I guess I would want, like a lot of the games that they're porting from other consoles or like developers onto it kind of look like just a bad version of it, probably because it's just weaker than that other stuff. So just like, so you want, you want more power, just upgrading the guts in general would be probably enough for me. But I guess the thing that would have to happen is my switch would have to stop working in some like way currently or they would have to stop supporting it because i'm totally happy with what i have on it so far
0: right yeah i'm not not exactly saying you have to upgrade or that we're that we're in the market for that i'm just saying if if you were to get a new one what would some like benefits be i'll I'll list off a couple of mine bluetooth i would love for it to have bluetooth so i can use bluetooth headphones on that Mm. um again might as well make that kickstand better i don't use it but might as well improve that Mm-hmm. Uh, I would like a nicer screen with a smaller bezel around the edge of that screen. Okay, uh, those are probably my big ones, and then battery life, of course. Sure. But I feel like, of course, there'll be better battery life. Yeah. Um, but those are probably like my big ones. Is just a, yeah, a nicer screen, and then and then obviously, yeah, having it run better.
1: How important is like the ability nut- to do 4K in <clears throat> dock to you, or something like that?
0: Um, I wouldn't say super important as someone who has a 4k TV. I wouldn't, I would like it. Why not? Sure. If I could utilize that. Um, that's getting pretty like nitty gritty for me. Cause I could also say things like, I wish that better surround sound support. Right. Um, cause it doesn't really, um, but those are also that that's also could be like a software thing. I, I guess I'm not a hundred percent sure. Um, but yeah, 4K is not not on the top of my list, but mm. that's that would be a nice benefit since since I, I do have it plugged into a 4K TV from time to time. Mm-hmm. But Yeah, I guess we'll see probably more at a E3 probably uh, at E3. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I could definitely see myself having gone the half steps with the, the PlayStation and the Xbox selling the Switch. Paying for half the price of the new one. Like, that's that's a, been a totally good, useful thing I've been doing lately the last few years. Mm-hmm. I can see myself doing that again. I have friends that have been interested in a Switch. I could sell it to
1: them for, like, 100 bucks. Does Nintendo still have that problem of if your Switch, like, goes out, you're fucked? Like, all your purchases or whatever? Does it save that information in the cloud? Because I thought it didn't.
0: They have cloud saves now. That comes. That's that, one of the, one of the perks. perks of Nintendo Online. Mm-hmm. Uh in terms of your purchases, I don't remember I remember hearing stories like you could contact them and they could get it your purchases to you and whatnot. Right. Um I'm not sure. Uh they but so they have always done like the one system transfer kind of stuff yeah. when you got like a new console or a new handheld or whatever. Yeah. So I know I'd be able to transfer it at least once. Yeah. Uh, all right Xbox also had another live stream this week they did their first ID at Xbox game pass live stream Uh, this was basically just like a 15 minute maybe like 17 minute maybe 13 minutes okay 13 minutes okay Um, live stream about some indie games that are coming day and date to game pass Uh, as I've been talking about on the show already game pass is definitely one of the best video game subscription services Um, I'm about to prove it once again, starting off with a banger killer queen black. (laughs) They got that. Yeah. Which was awesome to hear. I have been so excited for that game up until now. It was going to be like a switch exclusive. I think PC as well. I was definitely planning to play that. Now I'm just getting it on Xbox. Boom. They, they got me again. (laughs) Easily. Um, they also showed outer wilds and blazing Chrome Uh, They also showed a few other things. I'm going to call it the one that I'm excited about. After Party, day and date on Game Pass. Man, I'm excited for that. I was just playing that at GDC. Uh, And they've mentioned they showed the good life there. I'll definitely play Swery's next game, of course. So day and date, getting that on Game Pass as well. They're running circles around everyone else with a game subscription program. I cannot yell that enough.
1: Yeah, Um, and especially because... um, Sony got rid of like their PlayStation 3 support with games and so, like, NVIDIA. Yeah. Yep. So, again, for yeah. sure. PlayStation Plus comes out here with two games that
0: some people have never even heard of. <laughs> Who knows if they're any good? Again, Games with Gold is also looking pretty bad. It's, you know, yeah. And, but and I think it's because Xbox is seeing how good Game Pass is yeah. and they're putting everything into Game Pass. For
1: sure. Agreed. Um,
0: Uh, But yeah, no, that was just incredible. Great little 13 minutes. Um, The day and date stuff like that's that is such like a killer feature. And I love it so, so very much. Uh, All right, we did games with gold. All right, here's a small one. GameStop sent out a memo last week. Um, They got sorry. They got a memo from Sony basically saying they are not going to be selling PS4 download codes at retail anymore. Uh, Not just GameStop. I guess this is going to be at all retail things. You're no longer going to be able to go in there, buy a card that gets you access to a download version of the game. Right. Uh, This is starting April 1st. So if you want some cards, you got to go out there soon. Uh, But Sony came out and confirmed this, that prevent retailers like GameStop from selling digital download codes. Uh, Pretty crazy. I was not expecting this. I don't know. I guess Sony's wants the whole cut themselves. I'm assuming when you get a card at like a Walmart or whatever, Walmart's getting a piece of the cut.
1: I guess so, yeah. And then the
0: majority is on your your console. Maybe Walmart's getting most of the cut. Who knows? I don't know how that works. Hmm. But now it is just through the network. I guess it kind of makes sense. uh, If you were downloading the code anyway, you had access to the (laughs) internet. So these codes are really only good... For gifts.
1: Right. But kids don't have credit cards. But they get like allowances and get like money as like gifts and stuff from. Par- I guess now they just have to go through parents or somebody. Just
0: ask their parent. Can you please buy this for me? I will just pay you. Yeah. I mean, I definitely did that as a kid before I had a credit card uh, was asking my parent, you know, please buy the thing and I'll just give you the cash. Um, I guess this is also a bummer. bummer. Uh, I won't be able to get download codes during like sales at physical retailers. Cause I have like during black Friday, you know, when they said like Assassin's Creed is 30 bucks, I could pick the physical version or the code from the Walmart. Right. So I guess I won't be able to do that anymore. Um, yeah, I don't just kind of interesting. I don't know why they would choose to do this. Yeah.
1: It's weird to me, but all right. <laughs> I wasn't um, expecting it.
0: Yeah. And it, and it's definitely strange cause we, we see everything going towards a digital future and we keep thinking like you know sooner or later GameStop is only going to be able to sell you like codes. Yeah. It sounds like maybe that's not going to be the case either. Yeah. So, who knows? Who knows how that continues? Definitely curious. Um I wonder if Microsoft had has any interest in doing this too and and Sony pulled the trigger first. Guess we'll see. Yeah. Uh last bit of news, uh Sega has come out and said I'm just going to read the tweet verbatim. Due to unforeseen circumstances, the character model and Japanese voice for the character of Kiyohi Hamura, I I botched that, uh, will be adjusted for the Western release of Judgment launching on January 25th. Uh, So we were kind of wondering how everything's going to happen with the Western version of that game since they stopped sales of it after the voice actor had like uh, cocaine, uh, was arrested for cocaine or something like that. Mm Uh, and we basically found out they're going to change the Western one too. Makes sense. Yep. It would be odd to have different ones, but now we just got confirmation uh, that all versions of it pr- pretty much
1: are being changed. Yep. Weird stuff. Yeah. That's too bad.
0: All right. Let's do some questions. All right. If you want to send a question in, it's topdemrespective at gmail.com at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, and John's P.O. Box. Those are all the ways you can send questions in. Uh, Like this first one from Sarcasm that says, I like a lot of Jonathan Colton's new cover album, Some Guys, but one of his selections was Jerry Rafferty's Baker Street, a song that I believe no band or performer can adequately cover when the original is so iconic. Is there a song that, in your eyes, is uncoverable in this regard? <sighs> <clears throat> First one that comes to mind is Bohemian Rhapsody.
1: Holy shit, that's a good pull. Yeah. Yeah, that's a real good like, pull. If
0: I if I just heard any band say, hey, we're about to play this song, I would immediately just be like, oh god. Yeah. This can't go well. Um, And they would have to do it almost perfect yeah. for me to be like, all right. Wow.
1: That's yeah, that's a good pull.
0: And then the other thing I thought of, and this is kind of a bit of a different scenario is as I've said in the past, I'm a big Mike Hamilton romance fan every now and then I'll come across. Uh, on spotify a band covering something from th- three Cheers of street revenge like my my favorite album from them uh-huh. um and i guess that album at this point is about 10 years old that's weird so just kind of the realization that that album is old enough that people are covering it yeah is one it makes me feel a bit old and it's also just like yo that album it's no it is not that old you shouldn't be covering it yet what are you guys doing
1: (laughs) it doesn't but then it's like wait
0: that album is 10 years old like that is probably when people start getting covered and whatnot and that's just weird
1: to me that is weird Uh, yeah because
0: like growing up it was a lot of like oh i'd hear covers of like you know 80s songs and whatnot cuz those are so old but now I'm hearing covers of songs from like my childhood and that's that's odd that's a
1: weird sensation uh, a song in your eyes that uncoverable like I don't I don't think so every like the thing is is that like every artist can like put their own personal spin on any song if like they're good enough really so I don't think uncoverable like personally i would i don't like any covers of like Beatles songs which is why across the universe is like the worst movie for me i don't like any of that shit um so like i guess like uncoverable is a personal thing for me because i think like <laughs> oh for sure this is definitely personal yeah yeah um yeah yeah
0: no this is definitely personal they're asking you what's your
1: what like, is your pro- like thing? any beetle stuff just any Beatles yeah. stuff
0: Here's another one, and I don't know if it's uncoverable. It would just be weird if someone covered it. Final Countdown? You know, that's not a bad answer. Because, <laughs> like, again, wouldn't that just be yeah. weird? Like, why are you doing this? Like, what are you even bringing to this song?
1: That's uh, pretty and good. Now I'm just
0: trying to think of, like, iconic songs. YMCA. That would be weird if someone covered that.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah. That'd be kind of weird. Ugh. What are some other weird iconic songs? Like meme songs, I guess. Meme
0: songs. Um,
1: Final Countdown was a good one, actually.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Can't think of any more off the top of my head. There was there was my pulse.
1: Yeah. Uh, Next question from Rasterman says, Hey, here's a couple of questions to ponder if you have the time. What is your anti-dessert? By that, I mean a dessert that's full of stuff you don't particularly like or don't taste good to you. <laughs> Mine's a mixture between pink, pomelo, watermelon, and blue cheese. Just mentioning it makes me feel disgusted. What, what is that? So we have to create... What a, is that dessert? We have to create a dessert of just stuff we don't particularly like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right wait what he just listed off is that an actual dessert
1: no i think who puts
0: any kind of cheese on watermelon
1: i think he's like literally just saying these are things i don't like mixed together right <clears throat> but yeah i don't know i hope I that's get, not real well,
0: I th- the way he's implying it is is he, he says like this is my it's mine's a mixture between these which makes me think like he's done it before like he knows this is a thing. To, like he pulled this from somewhere. <laughs> what is pomelo anyway? Do you know? I'm looking it up. It's a citrus. It's a, okay. so it's like a citrus fruit. So he's got he's got kind of like an orange, a watermelon, and then he's putting cheese on it. Is this a dish? No, I don't think this is
1: a dish. It can't be. I
0: have to look up. I'm going to put all these three in. I'm going to look this up.
1: Okay, let me know. Um, I'm going to go based on the opinion or the guess that it isn't. And for me, it'll be something with beans. I fucking hate beans. Uh, apparently,
0: watermelon with blue cheese is like a like a salad thing.
1: Is it really weird?
0: It is a th- yeah.
1: That's fucking weird
0: that could yeah that does not sound great
1: okay if there's just like a dessert that is something i don't like or doesn't taste good Um, yeah i
0: think i think the the idea of the question is you have to pick some kind of dessert not just like a food you don't like i mean it could be a food you don't like but it has to be a dessert food right or something you would eat at dessert right um i'm not a huge fan of dark chocolate okay i mean i can eat it i'm just not a huge fan of it
1: Man, dessert um, stuff's hard because it's usually like the reason why it's a dessert is because it's like delicious. It's good, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> most of the like most of the foods I dislike are they're not desserts, right. and you I couldn't even spin them as desserts. right. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Yeah, the closest I got was like dark chocolate, but again, it's not even like. Like, I can eat dark chocolate, and it's like, okay, this is fine, I, I, but it, I'm not going to be like, oh, gross. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, I guess, like, I'm not, like, grossed out by it, but I don't particularly love, like, flans. They're just, like, whatever to me. <laughs> they're kind of just... That's crazy. They're, they're, those taste delicious. No, I'm not a... I, like, I... I'm
0: not a big pie fan. Yeah, pies
1: I could take or leave. Like,
0: like... <clears throat> p- the, kimberly in the chat is saying pecan and pumpkin pie i'm not a p- big fan of pumpkin oh i like stuff. both
1: of those like i don't know pies or whatever to me i wouldn't choose them but i don't there it's not full of stuff that i don't particularly like or don't taste good to me
0: oh i got one okay uh coffee stuff Oh, there really? it's like coffee chocolates coffee ice cream i don't like coffee flavored treats. oh
1: yeah i don't like ice cream just in general i just don't like the texture what of ice cream nothing no no ice cream. not any of them nope does that include like frozen yogurt uh frozen yogurts i can do a little more with because there's not this weird like filmy aftertaste to them that's what gets me usually
0: filmy aftertaste what kind of ice cream are you eating (laughs) film maybe you need to have better ice cream maybe what about like sorbets or like sherbets
1: i wouldn't choose them but
0: yeah crushed ice i have had
1: shaved ice before it's fine okay all right uh two some people say when you mix things you're not into sometimes the result ends up being something you enjoy since it complements both parts and a nice result in a way you haven't thought of before having said that can you think of any examples where the mixture of two or more different video game genres into a game has surprised you if not what games do you think mix could have a positive effect on you then more positive effect on you than separately a friend gave the example rocket league since he doesn't get into racing or football games and that one hooked him quite a bit yes that is a great example (laughs) honestly because i don't particularly care for soccer games or racing games separately and rocket league is very good
0: yeah most of my (laughs) examples i like at least one of the games right because, uh, like, Rocket League, I like racing games. I was thinking... I can definitely think of games that I was, like, surprised worked together. Like, Yoku's Island Express. Yep. With pinball and platformers. Uh, but I like platformers. And I'm fine with pinball as well. Um, so I was kind of surprised it worked, I guess. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I, I guess I maybe if I started with games I don't... Like, it'd have to be some kind of sports with something else.
1: Sports with what's your least favorite type of sport game because mine's like american football that shit's just boring to me that uh you know it's probably baseball baseball has a similar problem for me too that's a bad one for me
0: yeah um and then what's another genre i don't really enjoy i don't know like edutainment games
1: yeah mixing those sounds way boring Holy yeah, shit. If someone
0: made like a history of baseball <laughs> games that I would not be interested in that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but again, Rocket League is real good. Uh, yeah. Yoku is real good. Yeah. Any, even like, even, um, I'm playing golf peaks, which is golf and, <clears throat> um, a puzzle game mm-hmm. or card game. And I'm enjoying that quite a bit. And that's even like I enjoyed Golf Story and that's just a golf game. It's not it's not mixed with anything, but that's just a really good golf game. Um, Yeah, but I guess golf is probably one of the lesser annoying video game sports games.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I think part of it is you have to like one of the sides of it for me, too. But um. I think, yeah, you chose some good examples for sure.
0: All right. The next one from VGC Kenny. What video game sold you on the concept of games as something you actively want to pursue? Not necessarily your first game, but the game that made you think, yes, I want this in my life. And then I'll read the second one later.
1: What game sold you on the concept of games as something you want to actively pursue? I'm trying to think
0: like what my first few games were. I mean, and that was probably it, whatever. Like the first one was. Uh, first game was probably maybe Rayman, or
1: that was the first game you played ever.
0: I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think if I got my Game Boy first or if it was like the random computer games. If it was the computer games, it would have been Rayman and Duke Nukem 3D. Okay. And if it was my Game Boy, it was Super Mario Land and Pokemon Blue. The first game I would say that I
1: really got super into and I was just like, oh, video games are like fucking great. It's probably Diablo. I spent so much time, so much time in that game. Okay. Okay. Yeah, well,
0: the ones that I probably played, like, a a huge chunk out of those ones I just listed would have been Mario Land and Pokemon Blue. Mm -hmm. Um, So, probably either of those. Probably Pokemon. I probably had, like, more investment in that than I did Super Mario Land. Despite that being a great Mario platformer. Mm -hmm. So, I'm going to say Pokemon Blue.
1: I mean, in general, the Super Mario games. Like, (laughs) the building blocks, so... I could see that too. And
0: follow-up question, what game would you recommend to sell someone else on games?
1: Games as a whole? I'd probably recommend a Mario game of some sort. Mario's a good one. I was thinking Journey? Sure. Yeah, Journey's fun.
0: I think I think that's a pretty good one. Mm-hmm. Um I think puzzle games have a pretty easy entry point. Mm-hmm.
1: So, you know, like Tetris. What do you think about like visual novels? No, no, <laughs> no, Um They're not I guess it gaming. depends
0: on the person. If I knew this was like a big anime fan.
1: Yeah, that's the uh, then, Yeah, point. maybe some
0: visual novels. Yeah. But if this is just like someone on the street, I don't know anything about them. And, and I need to be like, all right, I've got to try and get them hooked in one. Yeah. See, even even with that, I do om- I almost want to say journey over Mario. Because like journey, like you can't die for the longest time. Mm-hmm. And there's some really cool things to see in journey at the beginning
1: there. And it looks gorgeous. What would you follow journey up with? Somebody's like, I really like that because now how do you go back to something like Mario? Now you have to kind of keep on this train of like a weird exploration type thing.
0: I, I don't know if i have to keep on that train of it um mario definitely would be a bit of a shift um i maybe i mean the easy answer is abzu oh, but right. i just don't think it hits the highs of journey right um it's also harder to, contr- to control because you have to deal with like uh, uh like the Z access in terms of being able to swim
1: mm-hmm.
0: um you know, gone home sticks out to me. Okay. Uh, but I'd have to see like if they're okay with like slow paced games or if the parts of journey they loved was, I loved that time where we were moving real fast and I was jumping over (laughs) top of creatures and I was like flying basically. Then I would not do gone home. Right. Um,
1: yeah, if they were okay with slow, there's a whole bunch of like walking sim type games that you could recommend that I think would do very well. For sure,
0: right? Yeah, like I, I was just playing Edith Edith Finch last weekend because it came to Game Pass, mm-hmm. and that game's great. Um, again, I, you know, probably the easiest would just be like a like a Tetris or a puzzle game.
1: Hmm.
0: And yeah, of course Mario is good too. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, te- so you do Mario. What's your second one then? What is your follow up to Mario? And you can't pick like Mario,
1: the next Mario, another Mario um trying to think of like another platformer you know i think rayman would be kind of neat to like get them into too rayman can be hard though those are like some punishing games yeah i mean if they play mario and they're like this was good gotta increase that difficulty
0: i feel like that you're taking a step down though and now you're giving them rayman i think it'd be like this is kind of give trash. them sonic <laughs> <laughs> yeah like, exactly you're just gonna give him like a bad game like that's gonna...
1: depends on the age does this include so, wh- mobile? Wh- so
0: which mario would you give him i'm assuming world right i'd give
1: three i like three better you give three before you give world yeah i just like three better worlds objectively probably the more right answer but
0: yeah because well, world i think world just looks better too and like it's colorful yeah three is a very brown game
1: not that bad pretty colorful
0: okay um let's see if i was going to give them mario what would my follow-up to that be i don't know i had something a second ago but i lost it
1: shadow of the colossus anyway <laughs> right after
0: right after yeah there you go doom 2016 yeah and then and then muscle march <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yep. just going all over the map uh, where are we? Valk says, first, in games, shows, or movies, do you have, do you ever have a scene or moment that you like to go back and watch? For me, the Kingdom Hearts games have some really good cutscenes I like to see once, again, once in a while. So, games, shows, or movies, do you have a scene or moment you like to go back to?
0: I don't have this with games. Okay. I do have this with shows and movies. Okay. Um, the one that stuck out first to me, um, uh, was slight spoilers for the kick-ass movie, Uh, but there's a very good scene where Nick Cage is on fire. It's really good. Yeah. It is, it is an incredible scene. Uh, I remember watching that movie in theaters and immediately going home and finding a rip of that scene on YouTube and just watching that on repeat for a while. I
1: watched that seed again uh, like a few months back on YouTube just randomly. I just it just popped in my it's, mind. It's so good. Yeah.
0: The music's so good. He's screaming just the best nonsense. Yeah.
1: It's really good. It's very good. Yep. yep. Um I'm trying to think of a scene or a moment back in video games that I would rewatch. I don't think there is any for me either. I can't. I mean, do they have to be like a s- with the base of this question
0: it probably has to be a story related game right like you're not going to just be like well actually that's not true because like every i have gone back and watched like the sand surfing moment from journey when like the sun is setting and it's all red and stuff okay i've I've watched that before okay that's a cool moment um and i guess people do watch people play games online and they want to see or this part of the game is great and they want to see that so that does definitely happen it just for me personally, it's way more shows like every couple of years. I'll watch like top 10 scenes from Lost because I'm like, yeah, yeah they're going to pick some great scenes from Lost. And I love Lost.
1: Actually, the way you put it, it does remind me that after I played Doki Doki Literature Club, I watched every video I could of people that uh, played and streamed that game for a few certain key points. And people will know if they played that game, what points they are to see how they reacted to it. But that was I think more for the reaction and not for the scene itself. So I don't know that. You're just that a big fan of reaction videos? You love the YouTube reaction videos. I just wanted to see how people reacted <laughs> to those that those things. Yeah. Exactly. Where yeah. that game turns into uh, a weird thing. Uh
0: I can't think of very many other scenes uh that like really stood out to me and I I wanted to watch them again.
1: Yeah, I don't uh I don't generally go back and just watch scenes either myself. I'll just rewatch a movie or something if I want to watch like a movie.
0: I'll definitely do the scene. Sometimes I'm like, I just want to see that scene because it's real good. Oh, yeah. I don't do that at all. Hmm.
1: Uh, Second, I'm graduating from university soon and it's terrifying. Trying to look for a real adult job in a place to live is a really new scary experience since you've gone through that part of your lives do you have any tips for someone about to leave college and go out into the real world uh it's a good question good question um so you really need to budget (laughs) is the thing you need to know how much you're going to be making and how much you can actually spend and then like I guess finding the job is the first part really for me
0: Yeah, this, I don't have the, so I have a, my scenario is not like the typical scenario because I basically got my job while I was still in college Mm -hmm. because my last, my last semester was an internship program. Right. And then I got, and then they offered me a job as the internship was ending. Right. So I, I didn't really have like this middle zone of like now the job hump begins. Now I'm kind of just in limbo waiting for like the next chapter to start. It had kind of like already started. Right. And I transitioned immediately. Um I, what what I would say though and again this this is I, I mentioned this with like college as well is like make sure you got like a friend group ready at the, at the outside of that transition that definitely helps it is. like yeah. like I moved to a new city, I moved to a new country uh and had no friend group and it it sucked for a while until I managed to make friends. So I would say like try and if you're going to be in the same area as your college friends, definitely hang on to them. Because that'll be a huge, a huge benefit if you're moving to a, a city, um, which, you know, you might you might get a job that takes you out of town to a whole new town. That could very likely happen. Um, try and find friends as fast as you can. You know, meetup.com is good. Uh, you know, just, you know, for like, you know, if you like board games, board game meetups are happening like everywhere and stuff. So I would say try and find friends for sure. Yep, that'll definitely help. Uh, your budgeting one is is real good. And it's uh, hard. Be with your it takes a while to
1: get used to what you can. Like, at a point, you don't think about it anymore. You just know, I have this much. I need this much. And it's just whatever. But, like, something I'm pretty bad at is, like, you should have an emergency fund as well, <laughs> just in case something real bad happens.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's. And I'm sure you've been, like, told this from, like, parents and, it's like, professors so and stuff, too. Like, You know, start your retirement fund early and it's uh, and it's I'm going to tell you it sucks having to learn like what a 401k is. If you're in like the States or whatever, Canada's retirement plan is um, having to like study those and and figure out what you want. It totally sucks. Yeah, but it's just like it. I've said it before, man. Adult life sucks when you come at like college is awesome. College is so much fun and awesome. You can take a nap whenever you want adult life sucks um yep and then and and like tons of stuff you, tons of stuff even comes with the whole budgeting because like now you don't have a cafeteria that you can go to every anytime you want uh you're gonna start having to cook a lot more i don't know if you were in dorms the whole time during college but you got to think about groceries all the time you got to think about eating healthy not just like sticking with ramen or whatever you were eating as a college student, whatever you could do eat real quickly. Like a, there, there's a lot that's going to be changing. Um, Cause it is like a complete shift uh, in, in, in kind of your day to day. Now you're working eight hours a day and you don't have homework, which is nice, but I doubt you were doing eight hours of class and homework combined each day. I know <laughs> I wasn't. So it's a lot more work. Yeah. Um. Mail, mail sucks. I never get good mail. It's just bills that yeah. I forgot about. Yeah, that's true. Like every now and then I get a letter from my mom and that's great. But nine times out of ten, it's a bill for something that happened like three months ago that I thought I had paid for. Yeah. But no, I only paid for part one. The, the bills never stop coming. Yeah.
1: yeah. Mail's um, a bummer. That turns into such a bummer. Because as a kid, when you get turns, mail, yeah. it's because like grandma sent a card or something like
0: yeah like you only get good mail because why would anyone send a kit a bill? Yeah. mail as an adult is always bad.
1: bad yeah yeah so,
0: so that definitely sucks um but again yeah no uh, uh things to like just work on is like get in get in like a routine that works for you whether it's like you know every monday night me and my friends we do bar trivia like that that's an awesome thing you can look forward to and have on like the repeat mm-hmm. um or if it's like you know every three days Or every second day I go to the gym. You know, having routines will definitely kind of keep you going. And that's important. Uh, You know, the friend group will probably get you, you know, 90% of the way the entire time, I think. Mm -hmm. So I've said before, college is designed to make you friends. Adult life is not. It is almost designed not to make you friends. Nobody wants to talk to anyone when they're an adult. So you have to put yourself out there and... The fact that you're still in college, like now's a great time to start Try and t- f- make friends with people who are going to be in the area are going to be, you know, make new friends that are going to be doing the same kind of transition with you. Like the more people you kind of have in your corner, the, the more it'll help out with for sure.
1: Yep. Very true. Um, I guess one last thing, this is something I struggle with a lot too, is, uh, if you like need help, like find somebody that can help you like ask for help don't just like whether that be like a doctor family like a good friend or something if you need anything like life is so much harder not asking people when you need a hand up just take it from me don't like swallow your pride if you need something find somebody that can help you just for the love of god that i wish that's, that's something somebody like- had told me
0: and that's a good point. I don't even know if it's if it's necessarily being about like swallowing your pride, because like the thing is, everyone goes through like th- these kind of you know life. It's not you don't want to burden you know, somebody
1: a, else with your stuff, but like,
0: yeah, well, like my like my point is being like, th- there's a real good chance the person you're talking to has been in the exact same scenario yeah. as you, and even just a conversation so not with not even them will like, make so,
1: you like will help somehow.
0: Yeah, it'll make you feel better. And like these and like people will like the fact that you're writing into us because we've gone through it, like you will have people near you that have also gone through a lot of the same things. So sure. like you should feel totally fine asking for this kind of help because like they have done it, too. And that was kind of like the, you know, find friends that are about to do the exact same for thing. sure. But yeah, nope. like ever, everyone's done. Everyone's finished college and gone off. You know, if you, if you went to college, obviously, but everyone's done these milestones. So it's not exactly new. People can help you. People want to help you for sure. I definitely agree with that. one. All right. Uh, if people want to send in questions for next week. Top down perspective at gmail.com at TDP podcast on Twitter, the discord channel and John's P.O. Box. Um, we have episode names. We are going to do them next week when John is here. Just so everyone knows that.
1: Mm-hmm. What's your game of the week, Paul? Oh my god, I have three actually decent ones to choose from. I'm gonna give it to Division Two. All
0: right, I you know I'm also gonna give it to Division Two. I didn't play it the most, but I had a lot of fun on the weekend. Cool. Uh, and our Ape Out episode was supposed to be tonight. Obviously, John's not here, and we wanted to be a part of that. It will be next week when John is back. We will be doing that episode then so stay tuned for that yeah and that's gonna do it for the show we will see you guys next week thank you for listening
1: bye